0: And welcome to Everything Remade, a podcast that I hope is about growth as much as it is about music. I'm Edie Quinn, and I'd like you to hear something.
1: Valentine for Prozac and other complicated chemicals. Roses are safety orange. Attachment styles are baby blue. Contentment could be my hand tangled in curls. Two pigeons on the subway platform on accident. Actually, doctor. Can I get an antidepressant that ruins my sex drive a little more? Violet package of hot chips at the corner store. Roses are your hand-poked tattoos from friends. I'm non-binary, so all my sex is straight sex. Violets are hetero twinks with proclivities for excess. Red square in my pocket, coffee breath below 30, wind, huge sunny sky, sensitivities to sound and light. Roses walk 10th Street in pink hair and pink eyeshadow. Dogs in knit sweater. Violets dressed entirely in leather. I wanna be your shrink so I can get paid to watch you think. Blues are my soft spot for emo boy misogyny. Violets for the butch barista who smiled at me. I haven't seen you in a while. Left the house victory. Yesterday it was, if I die from drinking expired cashew milk, tell all my exes I still love them. Better to eschew hours of social media trawling in favor of taking off each artichoke leaf to reach the soft heart. Baby blues are mercurial, slow pleasure a lost art. Pastel blooms on marbled paper she sends to me. Roses wake up heavy on sugar water and weak tea. Smile for everyone carrying bouquets to somewhere I won't go. My diary entry from our last trip to the snow. Reconsidering the phrase love of my life as in peaches cackle or my sister's missed call or today filling out the mandatory psychiatric visit survey for thoughts I would be better off not here. Zero. Not at all.
0: That was Valentine for Prozac and Other Complicated Chemicals by Elliot Sky Case. And now on to the conversation.
1: My mom making snapdragons, like, you know, you know, when you squeeze them and they open up. Mm-hmm. Like making them pretend to talk. Okay. And, and one of them was, uh, I, I really liked the song Drive My Car by the Beatles. And I really liked the part that went, beep, 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 beep,
0: beep yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And was w- was there a Snapdragon involved in this? Like, was there uh, some puppetry beep, beep, yeah? Or these are two No, those unrelated. are two completely separate okay.
1: memories. <laughs> okay,
0: but now I'm we can... I'm just not
1: sure which one was first.
0: Yeah, now we can just pretend, like, that was at some point, like, there was this, um, with the Snapdragon's, like, a little Feed Me Seymour um, rendition of the, a Beatles song. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. that would be
1: like a, like a, like I could see that like cartoon Betty Boop cartoon style.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, you know, maybe claymation or something as well. That could, that could have been a, you know, that could have been a hit. Who knows? Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, I don't know. I just always think it's funny like, or not funny, but like, I find it fascinating and fascinating feels like a loaded word when it, it's sometimes like such a casual thing, but I just think it's fascinating, like what people, you know, what's the first thing that people remember? Because it could be, you know, something that's really deep, and then you look at it and you're like, wow, this really it sort of affected like a lot of my life, you know. And then sometimes it's just something really fun like that, you know. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you you um, you mentioned the Beatles like liking this song when you're younger, like is that um is, is music like was that a big part of your childhood? Like uh is that one of your first like fascinations or like what were oh, your early fixations?
1: Yeah, super. Uh my my dad is a musician. uh uh-huh. Um and 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 my stepmom is is a music writer and so I absorbed a lot from them. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff being being played around yeah. when I was a kid.
0: Yeah. Did Was your dad like a uh, like touring or, or like gigging or how, however you want to put it? Like, did you go uh, to shows yeah. and stuff as a kid?
1: Yeah, my dad was um, my dad was uh, was touring uh, pretty much up until pandemic. Uh now, you know, since he's older, uh and a little at risk uh, he he plays shows uh pretty locally. He he lives in the Bay Area. But uh yeah. Um and 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 he was kind of involved in in like LA punk scene as as a younger person, uh in the eighties and so when I was a teenager I got super into that. Um, and also like i guess as far as influences and and art stuff um i don't know one of the things he always told me about like being in bands and stuff when he was younger is he was like yeah like you know when we were when we were trying to get around like we just said yes to everything like even if it was like a really like a weird frat party
0: like Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah um That's, yeah, that's really relatable, actually, because, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know, you know, like, before there, before, like, I became aware of things like book your own fucking life or, you know, before uh, the Internet was, like, a a real thing where you could do that, like, it, it really was kind of just like you would have someone's phone number. Uh, you would see like that what what they had going on if they if they could make something happen and so you know you you do whatever it was like that you know it was like oh this is a show like that's put on in this gazebo uh, okay or like um, you sh- you book a show and you show up and you find out that it's actually like um, like a ten year old's birthday and you're like. <laughs> Okay, like that happened to me in Jacksonville one time and that was, you know, that's a that's that was an experience that I could, I can and will like write like an entire comic about. It was so wild. But um yeah, um it really was just like yeah, whatever like whatever you got going on and um and and we'll be there. We'll play and uh like you know, sometimes it was really cool cuz you Uh, meet people and play for people that you wouldn't ordinarily meet, you know, like if it was just like sort of like people with your same like vibe, like, or click or whatever. And uh, sometimes it's like, I wish I never met those people, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, yeah. Yeah. When
1: I, uh, when I was, uh, oh God, like, like 22. Um, so that's like six years ago. um, uh, and, and, and was living in California. Um, my partner at the time, who's a musician, uh, kind of like put together a very haphazard tour, uh, with, with me and another friend of ours who was a musician and, and I, and, and another friend of ours who, who also came along and, was like you know, taking pictures and stuff. and I don't think I think a lot of people that showed up to like the house shows and like bars and places that we were at were like not really expecting a poet. Um, it was like a like a folk punk set and an, a, an acoustic set of someone who usually plays emo and then like I generally read first. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it like it felt kind of awkward, but uh, sometimes catching people off guard was kind of fun, um, and and being able to to have something unexpected.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, and I was gonna get to that later, but I, I was gonna ask, like, you know, had you had what was your experience like, like doing readings and stuff? And so it sounds like. You kind of did like a a whole tour that was kind of it, at times maybe people knew what the what the thing was and sometimes they didn't and so like um, you said you know it, it sounds like that was kind of a mixed bag like what are the, what are sort of like the highlights like as as a takeaway from that and then what are some of the Like, oh, no, I hope, you know, I'm not in that situation again.
1: Well, I don't know if this is if this is a a tangential answer, but. I guess part of it is. uh, I always kind of feel like I'm in between uh, like, you know, different different scenes or worlds or interests,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, at various points, um, that I think can be fun and also, uh, self self alienating. Mm -hmm. Um, like, you know, I think there was, you know, there was a time where I was all surrounded by musicians and I was just really into reading and writing poems and, and making zines and stuff. And now I, I I moved to New York for an MFA and all my friends are poets now and I'm showing up to a reading and I'm like, oh, I'm going to read uh, some poems about uh, Green Day videos and why they made me trans. Uh, and... I don't know. I think there's part of it where like if if I am kind of in both worlds, I don't have to worry about being to a certain I don't I don't want to say up to a certain standard, but like fitting
0: into either.
1: Yeah, fitting yeah. into
0: either. Yeah, no, that 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 really uh makes sense to me. Like um you know, i i I was just think I was just reading this book about like um, <clears throat> the way brains work in pairs, and it was it, it was a lot of work uh, on like in groups, out groups, um, what acceptance looks like to different people, and and things mm-hmm. like that, and and it really like it really like clicked with me, like just how um it, it, it's seemingly random, like all of um these uh, like how it made it may seem like it's really random how people are selective of who becomes a part of an in-group uh and who who doesn't and who sort of uh is is on those fringes it it, it's it really was like the science means this, the science means that, but the science can't figure everything out. And it was and it was it really like to me it it, it was a revelation to me in, in as much as it was like it's not your fault, you know what I mean? Like it and and this and this isn't I'm not trying to project like what I'm saying onto you know your situation, or if this is you know relevant to what you're describing, but it but it was just like, look like if I feel that way, like it's it it's almost like, I mean, it, it was out of everyone's control almost, you know, is what is what the science like is only able to figure. It's just like, um, you you either you either are or you aren't you either feel like you are or you aren't and i mean there's a lot um there there's a lot like obviously to uh to that as far as like each person's personality as to the way they per- perceive that but like um ultimately it just it felt really freeing to me to just be like okay you know like um it it doesn't matter i guess is what you know what i took away from that but like i i definitely like when you're saying like you know you're reading poetry at a punk show and then when you're surrounded by poets you're bringing the punk show to that and it it's it's like yeah that makes sense to me in in as much as like someone who's you know uh you know, you you, you have first hand experience with like your dad as like a touring musician and like uh your stepmom writing, you know, music, um mm-hmm. and things like that. Um so what was like your first experience like at like a a punk show, for example? Oh mm,
1: that's hard to answer. I am also to, to backtrack. I, I, I invited my dad to the homecoming show of that tour too. Okay. Uh, like in a, in a warehouse, you know, this like little venue and it was very funny. Uh, you know, he's like in his sixties now He it's like, no, it's pretty cool. What's up, man. <laughs> uh, I love it when people invite their parents to DIY shows. Yeah. Um, I, uh, oh, and I was also just going to say in response to, to uh, all of that, um, is, and, and to follow up is, I think I, I tend to, for, you know, internalized what have you, I tend to compare myself a lot, uh, which is, you know, not, not great, can be very hindering. And I think that when I find new categories or am, am able to do, you know, multiple things at once, then I I worry less about you know, um, you know, being being the best at doing like one one certain thing, one certain style of writing, or one certain style of
0: art aesthetic yeah yeah
1: Yeah. um i i i went to shows of when i was pretty young like with my older sister and stuff um but i didn't have any connection to any kind of like diy scene really uh until like the end of high school um I have made friends with a couple kids from another school um, and realized that there were more freaky people. Um, Yeah. I don't know. There was a, um, I guess when I was in high school, there was a, a, a show that some kids put on in a park, uh, that I really enjoyed. Um, It's like every month or so. I think they called it Thank You, Come Again. Um, And that had, I think that had some poets sometimes too. It was sort of a hippie vibe. Yeah. But but that was what we had going on in West L.A.
0: Is this also when you like, you know, realize you had a fondness for writing? Like, were these things sort of... Running parallel.
1: I went to a lot of... um, Or I went to one specific open mic um, in Santa Monica where I grew up uh, at this coffee shop called the Unurban Cafe that, like... You know, honestly, was, like, a little shitty. Like... And there were, you know, weird... Like, kind of old... Old post-beatnik dudes that would hang out there. Uh, a, a number of them also would, you know, deliver their manifestos at the open mic, uh, but it, there were also just a lot of, you know, like, creative teenagers, and it was a place to show up and, and you know, read poems or, or do comedy or whatever that wasn't uh, bar-centric, um, although everyone did smoke weed and the tables outside. Um And, uh, yeah, that was both, like, a very strange experience and a very formative one. And, like, I don't know, made, I think made me confident in, like, performing poems because, you know, it's just, like, the same, most of the same people every weekend Mm -hmm. or every week on Wednesdays. But, uh, yeah, I think that was... That was definitely where I got comfortable, like, reading poems in front of other people and stuff.
0: Yeah. Is is this, like, something that you had to build uh, up to? Like, um, or did you just, like, the first time you went there, you're like, I'm ready to read?
1: Um, oh, I think I read probably the first time I went there or one of the first few times. I also, like, I was a theater kid in high school, like, middle through high school. Uh, actually, even earlier than that. Um, so I was used to performing. Um, and I've always been into various various types of performing. Um, but I think that I edged away from theater and acting and more into writing because I wanted more control. I think also, I think, although I've always really been into music, I think I, uh, I think I leaned more towards writing as like a a solitary, a solitary art because, um, I'm not bad at collaborating with other people. I like to think that I can be pretty good at it, but um, I I think that I definitely like to sit in my room and work on something or perfect something until I feel like it's ready to show someone. Um, and so, I don't know, like I journaled a ton in middle and high school, uh, just filled... Hella notebooks. So I think there was a buildup of what I felt like getting getting more comfortable with vulnerability in my work and with different kinds of vulnerability. Um, I don't know. A lot of a lot of my writing is really straightforward and frank um, about certain things. Uh, you know, uh, related to mental illness and sex, et cetera, that, um, you know, I, obviously it's not uncommon in writing and in poetry, but um, that to some people is 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 daunting to perform and to, to say without any kind of you know, musical backup or shield. Mm-hmm. Um and uh actually, I don't know. I say there was a build up, but I think I also like kind of get off on it a little bit
0: sure, yeah, like I was gonna ask you know, so you say you like you're a lot of your like what you're saying like is you're you're not not I don't mean like day to day but like you're around people that understand what poetry is like and a lot of what you present to like the people you present to may they may understand but like if you show your work to someone who you know i i don't know what the public perception of what poetry is but you know I don't know like maybe they think that all poetry is like a flowery sonnet or whatever right Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so you meet someone they're like oh you're a poet that's so cool where can I read your stuff and you show them like what you know what you've done like uh, you know the the stuff that you showed me most recently like that's probably like jarring to them and like you you know you said that you enjoy that and I I certainly think that that's, uh, very understandable. Like it's, um, and, and very punk, you know, frankly, to just be like, okay, like, um, yeah, you want to read a poem, like check this one out, you know? And, um, like, but, but how often does that kind of, um, experience happen for you where you're just like showing someone who is just so removed from, like the scene or or you know the this the same circles uh that you might be used to um how how often is it that you're showing your work to people who you know who think that you know everything is like uh you know the stuff you read in high school or or whatnot um,
1: um fairly often I mean yeah. I. Like my, my, my partner, for example, uh, has, has a lot of history in, uh, you know, DIY scenes and, and booking shows and stuff. Um, but had not really read or consumed much contemporary poetry, um, when he met me, um, and, uh. I don't know. I think, I think that it can be, I think it's, it's fun seeing fresh eyes on it and, and subverting expectations. Um, I, I, I taught as part of my MFA program. And I also have done like zine workshops and, and, and worked with, uh, like younger kids and stuff like middle schoolers. Um, and I, I always like to provide examples of poets, especially living poets, um, that, you know, are, are kind of a wide variety and uh, are funny. I like, I like showing people that um, poems can, can have humor um, and, and humor next to, next to tender moments as well. Um, yeah. And also I guess to uh, something I was thinking earlier, earlier part of your question is like, I identify as, as neurodivergent, uh, you know, I was diagnosed with ADHD as a kid and there's, you know, God knows what other stuff is going on. Um, but... Uh, uh, something... Uh, something my partner said to me recently was, like... Uh, as as far as social interactions, they were like, Elliot, you, you question things that are very normal to do, but then you go ahead and do something super weird, and you don't question it. And... You know, and said it kind of like jokingly, like well, in 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 a in a warm way. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I was thinking about it, and I think it's like when I'm trying to when I'm when I'm trying to you know uh, fit a certain script, I get anxious about doing it right. But if I'm if I'm doing something that I know people will find, like, you know, funny or surprising or weird, then I feel like I'm in control. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a similar I think it's a similar sense with what I write about and the way I present it is, um, you know, I I. It, it, i feel vulnerable much of the time but i like to control that vulnerability or control the narrative without uh you know wondering about oversharing yeah uh it's kind of like when the hulk is like you know that's my secret cap i'm always mad yeah like that's that's me but with uh uh I don't know, uh, being emotionally vulnerable.
0: That sounds sure. very silly. No, I I, I think it, it, it's, like, it's like when you've already admitted something, somebody can't say, but you, you know, like, I don't know if that's, if that's like the best, like, at, like, I don't know if that's what you're getting at, but it's like, that's, that's what it kind of like reminds me of where it's like, But I already said that, like, you can't use that against me because I already, Mm -hmm. you know, I already fest to that. Um, Yeah, it makes it makes a lot of sense. Um, And, and, you know, having that agency over like what you're, you know, presenting to to people and like how and having that bit of um, like. I mean, like, you can't control how someone's going to feel about it, but you can make it as plain, like, you can lead it as much as you can lead it, you know? Um, You you mentioned during that, like, that, you know, you, like, you, you know, you were, like, teaching, like, zine workshops and stuff like that. Like, what was your first exposure to zines? Was it, like... Um, was it sort of like in everything goes like, sort of like, you know, punk, uh, zines or was it like, you know, poetry zines? Like, um, where did this, uh, come into your life?
1: So the first time I heard of what a zine was, was from like a YA novel, um, of, of this writer that I really liked as a teenager. Francesca Lea Block. She wrote a short story that was in the form of like a uh, uh, a zine made by these two girls that were like a fan of this uh, musician. Um, I feel like the first time I saw or bought a zine was probably at Amoeba in LA. Mm. Um,. and uh yeah just record stores i liked that they were something that you know you could kind of find want oh, maybe some bookstores but i feel like i mostly remember earlier on picking them up at record stores uh yeah. and just finding weird stuff that people made um and that was really fun. Like it felt like I was discovering something kind of cool and secret. And, uh, I think, I think college was when I got really into it. Um, you know, there was a, I, I went to UC Santa Cruz, um, and, and there's that, um, anarchist bookstore, info shop venue in, in Santa Cruz, Sabrosa, Um, and they had some really cool zines, um, and yeah.
0: When you've done like zines, um, do you always, or is it always like DIY, like you know, you you got your you got your mockups, you get everything together, um, you you run them off down at the Kinkos kind of thing, or have you done, like, have you submitted to like, um, you know, like, um, Insta prints and or you know, like uh, any of these like like have you had things that are that are like pro printed or has everything been just like the Kinkos like do it yourself.
1: Um, I feel like I'm a funny in-between. I've always, um, I've always printed, like, gone gone and printed of myself. Like, I've never sent a zine into a printer or anything like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but, uh, I do lay out, uh, like, poems and visual stuff, um, on, on, on my computer, uh, right. often on Adobe, uh, because I use it for other like design stuff Mm -hmm. um so i have it um i've always felt like kind of a poser for not uh not having like the handwriting
0: really you know
1: photocopied yeah yeah um my handwriting's pretty bad or it's just kind of all over the place Um, which I know has never stopped anyone, but,
0: uh, yeah, no, I, um, personally, like uh, my handwriting is not great either because like my, I just have like my hands hurt real bad all the time. But, Mm -hmm. but one thing that I found since I've been using Procreate on the iPad is like, so you can just like, you can just use a use a page guide and bring up all these little, little bricks. And you can literally just, like, you can make a specific, like, brush setting so that it practically forces all your lines to be straight. And then, like, you can just, like, write in these little bricks. And this is really not, like, like, a lot of people, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of debate over, like, what, is regarded as, like, cheating, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like, um, I listen to some comic podcasts or whatever where people talk about, you know, this and that. And um, I don't see this as being any different than using, like, a AIMS guide or whatever, you know? Like, something that makes you stay in these certain lines, et cetera, et cetera. Like, mm-hmm. it's literally kind of the same thing, except, like, I'm bordering on, like, arthritis in my hand. So, like, I, I use this thing that helps me straighten my lines and stuff um but yeah i think that uh i didn't i did not mean that uh in as much as like the difference between like cutting out the uh individual like letter blocks out of the newspaper and gluing them although like i definitely see why you went there because like yeah there is there is like so many aesthetic choices you know to zine making and and um and I think they're, like, all cool. I think, like, if if it's your vibe to do, like, totally one thing or totally the other or, like, mix them all together, like, I think that's really cool, too. But um, um the reason why I was asking... Yeah, and I
1: like...
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I like go
1: going to a fair and seeing the whole, the whole spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you know, it's fun to see a little bit of everything.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, but the reason why I was asking, like, um, and I wasn't very specific about it, was, like, Uh, like, you know, um, there's like, you know, there's just the, the copy paper folded in half, like the standard, like that's like typically probably what most people will think when they see, when they Mm -hmm. like hear zine. Right. And then there's just like, you know, there's somebody who will like get their stuff printed, like. Professionally, and it's almost more like a magazine, or you know. And then there's like um, Lulu Prints, like we where, where you make a chapbook or or whatever. Um, and I, and I was just curious, like in your experience, uh, because f- from my very limited exposure to this, and my exposure is mostly comic related, um, it seems like there is a. Uh, there's a sort of like a, a dividing line in some people's minds uh, uh, over what uh, which one of these things is more legitimate like almost like a in music terms it's like cassette versus vinyl like like if you put your record on cassette like yeah that's cool and stuff but it's not really a record until you put it on vinyl and I mean I think this whole thing is bullshit like, I cannot uh-huh. stand that kind of, like, you you didn't do something for real unless you did it this way. I think if you did yeah. it, then you did it, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I was just curious, like, if that kind of, if you see that kind of mentality, like, in zine fairs or, you know, it, in the, you know, poetry world, like, just in general, it is mm-hmm. being... No-
1: Not really. Not really? Um, I feel like I have seen, and I, I think this is a legitimate, I think this is a legitimate criticism. Like I have seen, with scene fairs, and I was thinking about this with what I said, uh, just a minute ago, um, that, I think, I think sometimes people feel a little disheartened by, um, you know, if there's a majority of tables where stuff is like, professionally printed and people are selling a lot of merch and like i I think i i heard someone at one point being like yeah like i feel like at one point they used to be like really zine fairs and now they're almost more craft fairs (laughs) um and i've bought a lot of fun things from artists at zine fairs um but i think that that's legit and i think that it can kind of make I think, you know, I think sometimes people feel shitty about it, um, which is, like, the opposite of, you know, when they... Uh, which is the opposite of what a DIY space should be fostering. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think mostly people are just stoked to, like, share their stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm also a, a big fan of of making and showing people how to make like a, a little one shot, um, like a mini eight page scene. Um, you know, where you take one sheet of paper and fold it and, and cut it. You can even tear it if you don't have scissors. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and make just like a tiny, I guess it ends up being a four page scene, but, uh, that's a fun thing to show people how to do, um, and you can make a little piece of, of art that you know only takes a sheet of paper and a pen, um, or you can, or you can. One time, I printed, I printed one that, like, I I I designed it on my computer, but I printed one that laid out on that amount, like just on one sheet of paper. And folded it that way so I had like a I I didn't have a table I hadn't booked a table but I had a little tiny zine to just hand to people yeah. and like you know trade with people
0: yeah yeah that's awesome I love that like um I, I love like any any of that kind of stuff like especially like uh you know I've seen the more you don't cut like at all and you just you, you just sort of like do like what you're describing but you lay it out in a way so that like when you just fold it you 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 know I don't know I'm not uh. I'm not describing that very well at all but um it it's um I don't know I like I I recently was like trying to do like this thing and that thing and the other thing and and I just decided to like focus all my ep- efforts on one thing and combine all these things into the one thing. And one of the first like things that I had to just like sell myself on because I I I am like I do like um, I do like uniformity sometimes like more than uh-huh. than I would like right. So I'm like, okay, if I do like x amount of issues of this zine like it's gonna be okay if they're not all the same size you know it's gonna be fine like actually it'll be awesome right if they're not all the same size it'll be cool (laughs) if they're you know and I really had to sell myself on that but yeah it, it it that whole like just calling it the same thing is what made me to where it's like if it's the same thing, it has to look the same because otherwise, like, yeah, I mean, my bands have put out records like that are like five inches and records that are 11 inches, like weird. I'm always doing weird stuff with that. But like calling this zine, calling it this and saying I'm going to do this many issues, I really had to convince myself it was OK to just like, you know, let loose and, and do whatever. Um but yeah, I, I mean, I think, you know, now I'm ready, to like, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to screen print some of them. I'm going to do this, you know? And yeah, I mean, as much as you can get into and like all the things that you can try, just like try them for sure. Um, uh. When, when, um, before we started talking about zines though, specifically, uh, I had mentioned like the the link that you had sent me to read some of your stuff. And that was at the hot pink mag. And, um, like, I'm assuming that's like, uh, some, I may, I could be assuming wrong. And, and that's just like your website, but, um, like it made me want to ask, like, you know, what kind of, like, um, what kind of like, Procedures and stuff that you have for like submitting your work to people for for you know whether it's like to be included in zines or like um, like do you just like hit people up cold online or is it like a lot of times it's people that you've met like what have your experiences been like seeking like publication whether it's for print or or uh, online.
1: Um, I'm honestly so bad at getting myself to submit to journals and stuff and Mm -hmm. I feel like that's part of why zine making and stuff although I haven't made one in a minute but like, why it's been appealing to me is because uh, like, you don't have to wait on other people for it to exist and be accepted Um I thought that the hot pink mag like, they were they someone shared, you know, on Instagram or whatever that they were taking submissions for their bisexual issue mm-hmm. and I thought that, that was a really funny idea um, and so I made a point to submit to it um, unless I write down a specific deadline it's almost impossible for me to get myself to submit to stuff um I'm kind of a disorganized person that is always spreading myself around into too many things. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, like, having friends hold me accountable and doing stuff, like, you know, working alongside people helps. Um, and, yeah. Well, the, I don't know how
0: i do anything honestly <laughs> yeah i mean um i i probably am like a, a, a i probably am like a little bit of a like a i don't know if achiever is the right word because like that's to me whether i've achieved something or not like feels subjective like i will absolutely finish something but like okay i finished that record like but did I achieve something like I did? It's different than I planned it to be like, so how do I, do I view that as a failure or success? You know, I I don't know. That's like all, you know, just like the kind of thing that goes in my head, but like, I definitely um, create a lot of, of things. And, and I always, it's always a question like, you know about this thing and that thing um but um I guess this is kind of getting back into more like you know your zine making uh and stuff but I was curious you know because um a lot of like what I know about zine making is uh is like I like I mentioned before it's like bad handwriting it's uh it's Xeroxed um, Xeroxed 10 times like typewriter so that it uh-huh. looks like really bad and stuff and like I love that shit I love that ex- aesthetic like a lot but then um, a lot of like uh, poetry and stuff that I w- would would read like would be um, the, the uh, presentation would be very unassuming and w- what I was curious about is like I could see how just using like a, a plain font that doesn't speak any certain language, like would be beneficial because you read that as a reader and you take the words at face value. But like, what is your position on like, you know, um, like things like, uh, positioning, the text in, in in unusual ways and using, like, fonts that convey part of... Like, do you think, look, I don't want to tell someone specifically how to feel about this, or are you, like, I mean, it's probably case by case, but, like, what's your position on all that? Like, fonts, like, make it make it that punk font if you're trying to get that across. Or, like, no, let the reader decide you know keep it simple um like what have been your thoughts about that kind of thing
1: um I've seen people rock so many different aesthetics yeah I feel um I'm personally I think I tend to be kind of a perfectionist and like I want my words to come through and be clear um so like I don't know. I I tend to be a fan of like sans serif fonts and such for my own stuff, mm-hmm. but and like kind of kind of clean design. But I don't know. I've seen people do really fun things with you know collaging. Um, I like I like zines, you know, that are printed or like you know it kind of like, uh, small, small books people make sometimes, you know, with, uh, you know, sewn together or sometimes printed, um, where, you know, there's, there's small amounts of words on every page. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I really like seeing a variety
0: yeah, just the whole the whole thing out, out and, there,
1: and like, you know, and I think that's I think that's part of what the appeal is 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 you get to see things you get to find things that are presented in a way that you might not find uh, in you know a, a a published book.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I personally, you know, I I'm I'm just like. Oh, this time I want to do it like this, but oh, oh, next time I'm gonna, you know, like I don't know. That's that's really like my thought process is like, why, why just stick one way, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I, I really like, I really do, I, I really do find like music and 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 reading and art to be so personal. I didn't know, like I'm like is there a chance that you're taking a a part of that personal experience away from someone when you are saying like, look at it this way, you know? And that's, I mean, that doesn't, that's not to say that I will let that stop me or that anyone should let that stop them, you know, like just do it the way you want to do it. But um, yeah, it was just a thought that I had. And I, you know, Um, one thing I was also wondering is like, I, You know, I'm used to putting together a a group of songs, like, so that there's a flow. You know, that's, to me, that's, like, second nature at this point. But um, I've also heard that, like, putting your, like, putting your book of poetry together is, like, is like assembling a playlist. Like, do you have advice for people who are trying to arrange Like if you are just writing 30 poems and, you know, you just have them in your notes app and you're like, I don't know how this goes. Like what are, what are your go-tos for like trying to arrange a body of work so that like, are you worried about if it makes like a line from start to finish? Are you, are you worried about whether the, poems can be read as sections that work together or like, you know, Mm -hmm. like expand upon that.
1: Um, well, the classic like MFA poet advice that I've heard, you know, from friends and from professors and stuff is to lay out your poems on the floor, like for a manuscript.
0: Mm
1: Um, um, I tend to be very messy, so I'm, I've only done that, like, once or twice. Uh, I just don't have enough floor space. Um, I think reading stuff out loud can be good. Um, I like to—I don't know. I guess I like to have—not not necessarily linear, but I like to have some sort of a journey being traversed, um, you know, and if I have different pieces— with lines or images that call back to each other or allude to the same thing. Um, I, I like to have those spaced in a way that they talk to each other, but aren't too close together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like with, with, Zines sometimes, um, I, I I, tend to, you know, want to put an ending that feels like an ending. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Endings are hard for me in mm-hmm. general because um, I don't like, I don't like the feeling of having to conclude something. Um, so, you know, I guess hopefully on the other, on the other hand, the answers reveal more questions as well.
0: Yeah. Do you feel that way about like literature that you consume as well? Like, do you, because I'm very much the, I'll get towards the end of something I'm really enjoying and being like, ah, I don't want to finish it. Sometimes. yeah yeah I don't I,
1: mean, I, I, I think it can be hard to feel satisfied by an ending
0: oh that's true too I never even thought that that might be part of my hesitation is just like, like worrying about whether I'm going to be fulfilled by the ending or not
1: yeah like you close a novel and you just go huh okay yeah um yeah yeah
0: Well, one thing I was going to say like sort of before we start wrapping it up is I w- I was going to ask like you know I um I've uh, I've r- I've recently started like you know writing poetry again for the f- for the first time like mm I like consciously like because the thing is like I've um I've been playing music you know like all my adult life and stuff and I would write what I like I don't know what I was like thinking they were, but I would write these poems and I would try to turn them into lyrics and it just like, wouldn't work? Like, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like, um, I'd find something that I really enjoyed about what I had written and it was too precious for me to, uh, deconstruct or reconstruct it into something else. Right. So I'd just be like, um, no, I'll just start over and do something else, you know? So I was like writing stuff that I enjoyed that I'm like, yeah, I've been writing poems all this time, but I, I don't know. You know, I, maybe I felt, I felt, you know, uh, strange about like, um, showing them to people or whatever, because like, I don't know what's good. I don't know what that means in the world of poetry, you know? And it's like, it's, everybody is afraid to like, um, like, you know, go. everybody's afraid to like go back to their live journal page from, you know, 15 years ago cause of what that might look like. And so therefore, like, I'm afraid to show people these poems cause I'm like, you know, anybody who knows anything about poetry is gonna be like, Oh, fucking cringe much, you know? But, um, yeah, yeah it's just, uh, I, you know I got to this point where now I'm just like I don't care you know what I mean why why do I care about that like i've I've been playing in screamo bands for 20 years like why do I care if somebody reads my my bad poetry if it's if it's bad it's bad you know whatever but um like what kind of like you know what kind of advice do you have for some you know weirdo like me who's just like you know, well, I'd like to start doing this, but I don't know. I feel like I just suck at it like everything else.
1: Um, I mean, I think like with every with any other medium, I think it's good to read as much as possible so that you know what you like and that what you don't like and so that you know the scope of what people can do with you know, syntax and and with a line. Um, and you know, i th- I think it's funny. I think that there's a funny thing with poetry where it's both the most mystified like people people exalt it in this way of writing poetry, but it's also like I think that there are more people who write and don't really read stuff than there are like musicians who don't really listen to music. Um, but on the other hand, I think that anytime you get into being concerned with like what is good stylistically, uh, then things start being the same. Like, I, I feel like there is a lot of poetry I come across, especially, like, in academic e circles that is, like, very well done and technically very beautiful. But then once it's over, I'm like, wait, what was actually just said? Um, and so, you know, I think it's good to be open to influences and to be aware of what people are writing kind of like in every, you know, in every genre school of aesthetic. Um, but also just like, I don't know, to be specific and to be specific to your, tastes and experiences. I think especially with music, and it, it's I'm coming from the opposite spot of like I I have dabbled in songwriting, but I think I overcomplicate it for myself. Um and I think that lyrics music music and musical lyrics have a lot more space for broad gestures and simplicity generally than poetry. It's like um, theater acting versus camera acting, where when you're acting for the stage, um, you're you're your gestures and your facial expressions and your voice needs to be dynamic enough that it can be seen from the cheap seats. Um, But in, in, you know, acting for the screen, um, the camera, the lens is close enough that um, your, your more subtle movements are projected
0: yeah, and the other thing would look wild. Like that—that'd be out of place yeah. and wild. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like makes- I don't know. There's a lot. Some of the most like moving lyrics that I love and hold close to me. Like if you if you write them down or say them out loud outside of the contest, you're like, that's dumb. Sure. Like that's mad corny. Yeah. Um, and but I also think that that's why people love music and love you know pop music especially and and rock and roll songs is like that those big those big gestures of feeling
0: Mm -hmm. for sure um is there anything else that we should talk about before we start to wrap up or can we just like would you just want to tell people where they can find your work or follow you online or
1: um, I think the main thing I want to finish up with, okay. uh, which is sort of related to the last question, um, is like, I, for people who don't, uh, like, you know, read, read much poetry or see much poetry performed, uh, I, I like and, and who are interested in writing too, I'd like to emphasize that it it can be about anything and like the subject can be anything. And that applies to songwriting too, you know, Um, but I don't think that there needs to be, you know, like very deep worldly statements or um, insane love. Like I think, some of the some of the most wonder inducing things can be found in very uh, daily and mundane images and actions. Um, and that is what I really like. Um, I can be found at ElliotSkycase dot com and that's Elliot with two L's and two T's. Okay. Um that's also my Twitter handle. Um and uh my instagram is hard to spell it's it's not very uh it's not very uh uh, seo friendly
0: yeah i can put if you want me to i can put it in the description okay cool And that was my conversation with Elliot's guy, Case. Thank you so much, Elliot, for taking the time to chat with me. Do yourself a favor and check out the link in the description for more work from Elliot. I'd also like to invite you again to visit patreon.com slash human machine to check out the first two issues of Sparks Magazine and all the other things that I've got going on there. Until next time, take care and do good things.